Welcome to Music In My Life. Today I'm talking to Niall Wilson, an Olympic gymnast. To give you an idea of just some of his achievements, Niall won a bronze medal at the 2016 Summer Olympics in the Horizontal Bar. And amongst other medals, he also won Commonwealth Gold in the same discipline in 2014 and 2018. Niall is also an online influencer with a huge reach of over a million subscribers on YouTube, over half a million followers on Instagram and the same on TikTok. So it's clear to see he lives a lot of his life in the public eye. He's successfully created a huge online following and community, all by the age of 24. Like many athletes, Niall has had his own battles with injuries and with mental health, which we delve into into this podcast. I hope you enjoy. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Music In My Life. And uh, now let's start with mentioning that we're still in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic and give or take still in this weird period of lockdown. How are you finding it? Like what's your setup at the moment and your kind of, have you got a day-to-day routine? Like tell us a bit about how it is for you. Yes, yeah, it's, it's been a, a certainly a roller coaster for me and I'm sure for everyone else emotionally. Um it was difficult at the start with the uncertainty and everything changing all the time. And, and I found myself feeling quite lost and low. Um, and it being a bit strange, I actually moved back in with my parents as soon as we found out that we was going to have to, you know, isolate and lock down. Um, okay. And did I, that, did that help in some way having, you know, your, your family around? Yeah, hundred percent. I, I knew it was the right thing to do for me. I, I live a, on my own in a flat in the city of Leeds. Um, my mum and dad are just, just out of Leeds. So I was like, I need to be around people. You know, if it, we, don't, we didn't know how long it was going to be. And I think we're week eight now, are we? Week eight? Yeah, I think so. so yeah, it feels very long, doesn't it? I feel like people I talk to aren't even sure of what day it is at the moment. And the weekend, you know, the idea of having a weekend has lost all sense of, of fun and anticipation and excitement. Every day, it's like a Sunday, isn't it? It's strange. Um, but yeah, I, m- I moved back and I knew that was the right thing to do, just be around my family. And I found very quickly, I kind of got into a routine, just, you know, it's difficult as an athlete when you, you, you can't do your normal routine. And certainly when you can't, um, do your normal physical activity, you know, I'm used to doing gymnastics, uh, you know, three, three to five hours a day in a gym, you know, working hard. My body's used to that certain level of, um, sort of impact and, and training and yeah. to it all be taken away and then me have to figure out how to adapt to that and 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 train and keep up my fitness etc cetera, etc cetera. but I, I think it's just been comforting knowing that everyone's in this together and we're 
we're all having the same challenges. So, you know, very quickly just kind of got into a nice, happy routine, reached out and kept communicating with my loved ones and my friends. And I feel fine now. I feel good. I, I like, And it seems to be the weeks are going so fast. Yeah, right. I agree with you. I can't believe what are we recording this on a Thursday. I can't believe it's Thursday already in this week. Yeah. It's. I agree with you. It has my uh, husband used to play professional rugby and he is now in the fitness industry. So he's had to take all of his work online as well. And although mm-hmm. it was a bit bumpy to start with and a few teething problems, actually now, like you say, he's got into a rhythm and a routine. It's really helped. But I know mm-hmm. with him when he was playing rugby, like the yeah, the structure of his days were so important. So I'm sure for you, like that is paramount. And are you, are you keeping up that structure, but just in other ways that you can? Yeah, definitely. I don't, I don't remember what life was like before now. But yeah, I've certainly I found the, the routine and getting into a consistent routine helped me and not just you know, not worrying or stressing out if I feel a bit low, like I'm, it's very normal. And that, that kind of helped just kind of embrace the whole situation and just been like, look, you know, this is, this is really strange. Yeah. And I suppose you, you live a lot of your life online and, and in the public eye as well. So I think it's, it's nice probably for others to hear that you have those moments of feeling down and that that is, is normal and it's okay, you know? Definitely. I, I've always tried to push that message. Um, certainly you know we're only five minutes in but I've struggled with mental health um challenges across my career and as an athlete it's it's difficult not just an athlete for everyone but I'm very vocal about them because I feel like part of my journey now is to to talk about it because I know in talking about it it really really helped me through a difficult time and that that whole thing of of you don't know what people are going through and just reaching out and speaking about it is absolutely the, the right thing to do and fantastic. So I'm always pushing that message. Yeah. And um, we've, we've been online as well. I feel I'm in a very fortunate position because I've kind of, I've still been able to have my, my passion and, and drive my business and like a lot of my stuff is content. So I, although it's very different content, I'm still able to create YouTube videos and TikToks and and put out content to inspire people and just to make people smile. I think I feel like through this time I've just focused on my, my energy on making funny videos to make you laugh. Yeah, definitely. I think we need that. So, um, yeah, I think it's great that you can still do that, especially at the moment. Um, let's talk about some music. So obviously yeah, you've, chosen, yeah, you've chosen four out of the eight questions. Um, this and is difficult by the way. Pardon? This was difficult. Oh, to really? Music, is, yeah. yeah, it's very hard, isn't it? When someone asks you to choose one particular song. And I think that's what I love about music is that every song that we know and we love has some sort of memory or emotion attached to it. Um, mm-hmm. So this first one is a song that reminds you of a good time. Do you want to tell me a little bit about this song before we have a listen? No, let's listen. Let's listen. Okay, go for it. Let's have a listen. This is Tom Zanetti, You Want Me, featuring Sadie Armour. yeah let's go (laughs) i'm so glad no one can see me right now because i'm doing i was doing some weird dance (laughs) a little bit yeah a little bit tell me tell me about why this song reminds you of of good times there's a there's a lot to it to be honest i think this was this is this was probably the hardest song to choose because um 
just first off, when you when when I was like when you ha- when you sent me those questions, I've never thought about music on a deep level like that before. Okay, just, there's so much music that you maybe consume, um, but with this one, certainly. But me and Tom are friends now. Tom's an A, and um, we communicate and stuff. And we're both from Leeds, so what I found was when I turned 18 and I was legally allowed to drink and go out and party, um, this was like the, at the time that Tom Zanetti's songs, particularly this one had started to come in the charts and started to blow up and I kind of discovered him. Um, but all of my friends and people in and around Leeds knew who he was cause he was a Leeds lad, you know, he was like a Leeds boy. And, um, so my first experience of partying, this song was like a huge part of it. And then I think because of that culture of Leeds and us, us being kind of united and a city that's like legendary, <laughs> every time we would have a party, if this song came on, it'd be like, oh my gosh, yeah, you know, do you know what I mean? It was kind yeah, of- Yeah, so he's kind of one of your own, if you like. So you Yeah, he's one of us. Like, it was a big moment and, and everyone loved the track and we all knew Tom and it was just, um, so I, I remembered- that moment every single time we went to a party, which, which by the way, at the start wasn't very often. Um, but even, <laughs> even I don't today, believe you. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, you, you're right. <laughs> even, <laughs> even today, it doesn't matter how, how old the song is. It's still an iconic moment to the, to the group of people that I'm partying with. If they're all my friends and from Leeds, when this track comes on, you know, it's like a, yeah, it's, it's started now and, and we're buzzing. So, um, I feel like that's why I picked the song because it, you know, you, sometimes you often relate music to memory, but they don't last very long. It might remind you of a holiday or a, a time. I feel like this song is iconic every single time we party and we go to different cities or we're in different countries and the, and the track plays. Do you know what I mean? We kind of, the leads lot, we look at each other and we do the rap and we, we smile. So yeah, this is something um, that brings you all together. Yeah. There's that, yeah, there's that sort of, the word the community feeling it like we're all we're all one and we're all from Leeds and we're all proud but then also it's a banging tune yeah and I think I think also with someone like him I didn't I didn't know a lot about him personally and I saw yeah when I was looking at your choices I saw that he was from Leeds and I guessed I was like you must be you know this must be part of your choice or in loving that song even more the fact that like you say he's like a local lad and and now that you know each other as well you've kind of got that um friendship but he's also I think as well there's not enough credit given to musicians like him that produce the music they write the lyrics they program the strings they program the beats they you know there are they're kind of a new age composer and I think sometimes we overlook that um, in comparison mm. to other artists because obviously so my background is classical music and I think there's a massive stigma attached to classical music that it's it sometimes can be seen as snobby or elitist and actually some of these modern composers and and producers like Tom Zanetti actually they're so multifaceted you know and I think that's yeah. that's a big part of it I think 100% and I, and I think that having not knowing him and seeing what he's done and how he's sort of you know navigated his way through his career you just have that mutual respect and like the same for you Laura it's just there's there's something in you and him and me I'd like to say that's just creative and you kind of have that like wow you know what you've worked so hard and I can see it and you're very talented and and you know a lot of his stories you know comes from a lot of adversity as well so I think having knowing him 
yeah, it, it makes it like more special. And um, I just love, I love stories like that. And and t- to be able to see someone sort of succeed with their creativity, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, because also, you know, from your experience as well, that, you know, with every up, there comes a down at the same time. And it's about riding that path in any walk of life for anyone in any kind of job that, you know, creative or not in that sense, there's you've got to take the rough with the smooth. And I think it's always nice to feel like you see people excelling in what they love doing because it it comes across. And I guess, have you seen him do this live then as well? Yeah, many times. And it's so, it's so good. Oh my god! <laughs> I can hear you it like smiling so while good. you're talking about you know, I wanna, it. I want to swear right now. I'm allowed, I'm allowed to swear on this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can swear. It's a podcast. No, I'm, I'm, I think I'm, you can, I'm, right? I try not to, but um, <laughs> yeah, like it's 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 so special hearing this live, and it makes you feel. It's a feel good tune, but that's what I mean. I think the, the reason that aside, you know, because the, there's so much music you could pick. Where it's like, oh my god, it's such a banger, and it's, it makes me feel class, and particularly like the the dance sort of scene and dance music you will let them to sort of partying and, and being out, you're in a slightly different industry with that. But like that, that whole thing that you said about this, the story and through adversity, I think it's seeing, seeing that and the whole Leeds thing that we've talked about the community, it's kind of like, well, we're just from Leeds and he's just from Leeds lad and he worked hard and he, and he grafted and he was creative and look, look at what he's achieved. Yeah. And it's like that, that's like, I love that sort of story. And, and you know, and hopefully people can look at my story and feel the same way. We were just normal people from, from leads that definitely that just, I, I mean I, I think that comes across in your in your content online absolutely and I think you know we we talked about these ups and downs as well and actually you mentioned you know mental health earlier on as well I think mm-hmm. we should perhaps talk about this song that you've chosen for a tough time because that must be yeah. tied up in in some of that kind of some of definitely. those things you've talked about do you want to say a little bit more about that yeah well um I, what I've realized through this time is how powerful music is connected to your emotions and which was, which is why this podcast is brilliant because, um, when you think of it on a deeper level, cause I, I didn't really, and it's very normal and natural There's when you feel sad, you listen to slow, sad music like you do, don't you? It's just a, it's just a fact. Yeah. And whether that makes you feel better or worse, it's different for different people. And a lot of the times I found myself in a bubble and a trap where, what the music I was listening to wasn't particularly good for me at that time because a lot of the lyrics and a lot of the things that the artists were singing about, I was probably in a similar place and it was almost just keeping me in this place. But um, I guess I relate this track. It's, is it, it's human John Bellion. Yeah. And um, you've, you've chosen specifically this acoustic version, acoustic right? version. It takes me back to this place The the actual story of this song and there's the words in it and the lyrics I don't actually th- think it's not the, the most sort of, um, what word can I use? De- depressing song, um, which we'll talk about after you've played a little bit of it. Um, but I just, I actually now, I can listen to it now, reminding myself where I've come from and like looking at that, in that place, I was listening to this song every day, multiple times a day in, in sort of a negative way because it was kind of matching my emotions but yeah. now I actually love the song and I love the meaning behind it. And I can listen to it today with a smile on my face and, and remind myself at that time on how far I've come. I love that. I love that, that, that the, your perception of the song has changed over time. And that's yeah. something that music can do. And let, yeah, let's have a listen to it. So this yeah, is John Bellion, yeah, yeah. Human Acoustic. Took 15 minutes till I can barely walk. 
Love it. Love it. I love that it, it, uh, that line as well. It's like that. Mm-hmm. I love that line of the one you love and and that kind of um, being scared to say how you really feel. And I felt yeah. like I don't know if if this is something that you felt with this song, but I feel like the lyrics in this song are quite they're really realistic and they're quite stark and it's like nothing's covered up with you know fluffy beautiful words instead of the real thing it's so real and it's about being hu- it's about being a human being it's like well what why you've listened to the whole thing yeah you know yeah. before that um you know it's like i spent four thousand pounds on us on us pair of trainers but i'm petrified of of being broke or running out of money like there's someone gorgeous in my bed tonight but i'm petrified of dying alone it's that whole, you know, I, I have, and oftentimes seek the things that I want. Um, but there's that contradiction of, of being human and feeling lost and like, why have, why have I got this? Or have I done this certain thing? However, I'm scared of, you know, kind of complete contradiction. And then it goes on to that whole, um, I've got GPS on my phone and I can find my way to get home, but tell me why I still feel lost. It's basically saying, I've got a clear path in my life and I'm, maybe things are great or maybe things aren't great from time to time, but why do I right now still feel lost? Mm. You know, there's, and when, there's no to it. when did this song come into your life? Like when did it start to become that, you know, like all these important songs and moments, did, when did it become sort of a bit of an anthem in your mind as such? Um, early, probably this time last year, um, it was my friend that, listen to it first and kind of sent it to the lads and then it the words like really resonated with me at that point and in, in time um, and was, and was it, that because something happened or was that because it you know what can you pinpoint that moment because you've, you've said now that it becomes something positive so there must have been like this turning point with this song where you see actually I can see the positive side of this rather than that that negative side yeah the time of, of listening to it I you know obviously he's a great singer um the words are fantastic. Um, I think I went and naturally made the switch and, and started to sort of come out of feeling a little bit lost and struggling with my mental health and definitely on the road to improving and improving, improving. And part of that improvement for me was actually changing what I consume. So it was kind of like the song had been deleted out of the the bubble that I was in because I didn't, I didn't want to listen to that music anymore because I didn't want to feel the way I was when I was listening to that music. So mm-hmm. I think naturally over time, I just I improved. I got better and got gained a lot of awareness as to where I was and the, the, tr- the sh- um, troubles that I was having. And then now only recently I'll remind myself, oh, it's a great song, but then now I can listen to it and resonate with the lyrics in a different ways to, yeah, we all feel lost and we all feel lonely and sometimes it's a bit annoying and, and rubbish to be a human being, but that's okay. And now I look at it and I think it's just such a good song and it's so relatable to people to, to listen to, but in a positive way. 
Yeah. And I, I think that's brilliant as well that you are so open about having that conversation. And I totally understand that I can think of songs where I've thought this is happening to me. And then suddenly a couple of years later, you listen to it, you're like, oh, actually everyone must be able to relate to this and yeah. everyone must take something different from this as opposed to thinking it's, um, it's all singular and you're in this, like you say, you're in this own bubble. And I think everyone could probably nod their head and go, yeah, I've been there. I get that. Definitely. Um, yeah. I mean, so, okay, this next song is very different to your other choices. Um, it's a classic, good old Neil Diamond. Um, so this yeah. is your song that screams family. And why, why is that for you? Is I know um, on your sort of online, in your online life, if you like, you come across as being very, very close to the rest of your family. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Is that, is that something that influenced this, this song choice for you? Yeah. So um, it's funny. It's funny. The reason I picked this song, right? Because you could have, you could have had. I had loads of sort of thought thinking. You know, when remember when you were growing up, and it just been, you know, my mum and dad and my sister, or like what we used to listen to in the car, or what they listened to. Because you kind of do have those artists, don't you? Where you remember when you're growing up, and you don't know why you know all the words to the West Life songs or the Robbie <laughs> yeah. Williams songs. So I'm like, yeah, you do the power grab midway through, and you don't know yeah, why like, you know. Life comes on, and I'm like, mum, why do I know all these words? <laughs> <laughs> um, but this this one. Me, my granddad used to sing this on karaoke every time we'd have a family party or a Christmas, Sweet Caroline, Neil Diamond. And the, so that's a huge part of it. But, you know, and um, it, this, what was it, Sweet Caroline? Da, 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 good times never seem so good. And then have you heard it now? Like everyone screams, so good. So good, so good. So good. So good. Yes. So good. <laughs> well, we had like this phrase, well, which I have no idea where it came from, by the way. I, I don't know whether people who are listening to this have heard this before, but it'd go, good times never seem so good. Then we'd all chant, I don't believe it. You're making it up, you bitch. <laughs> which sounds absolutely mind-boggling. I have no idea where it came from. But what would go down is numerous times at each Christmas, at each party, at the pub or whatever, where, wherever we were together as the family, my granddad would get on karaoke he'd sing this song and then everyone in the room or every family member that we were with would go, I don't believe it. You're making it up, you bitch. And everyone would just look at us and laugh or just be like, what are these nutters doing? Um, so I think that's why I picked it because again, it was similar to Tom's and everyone. It was so many multiple memories of different parties and it was wider than just my parents and my sister. It was, you know, the grandparents, the cousins, the, the, the uncles, the aunties, everyone there. And, um, yeah, funny story, but it does scream family to me. Yeah, I love that. I love those stories. I think they're so important as well to to keep talking about, you know, because I think when you talk about these memories, it keeps them alive and, and you kind of go away thinking, oh, I remember that time and I remember that person and that face and that moment and that song and it, it puts a smile on your face. And I think, Definitely. you know, like I've said, you come across as having a really kind of really close family, but do you feel like having that support as well in your in your career as a gymnast is is important because obviously what you do, although you're part of a team at some points with gymnastics, but you're very much out there on your own. It's the most it's the most important. I mean, you take it for granted when you're little. You've you've no idea how much traveling, how much um, commitment, you know, how much your parents are investing into your journey. Um, but I, I think that the best thing about my my family as, as an athlete is that they they just give me love and support. You know, in in no matter what 
I choose to do and the, the committed, you know, no, no matter if I change direction or not, there's, there's no boundaries crossed. It's like, right. My dad says, um, my job's just to be your dad and love you and support you. And I, I guess I, I feel that from my family and my whole family. And, you know, we, we make mistakes all the time. I think we're really close, um, which sometimes it actually, it, it's kind of a, it's the greatest thing about us, but sometimes the worst because the intensity, you know, like we, we've moved back in now, you know, Joanna's been away at uni and my sister, Joanna, uh, she's 21. I'm 24. We've kind of moved, separated. And now like this lockdown thing, this opportunity of us all being together for eight weeks is, is fantastic. But at the same time, we're not used to living together in the same house anymore. Yeah. Um, and I get all, that completely. The, the intensity sometimes of the closeness can, can bring challenges and cause you're so emotionally invested we, we end up having sort of explosions of arguments, but I guess normal again in every, in every family. It's, um, oh yeah. I've got three older brothers and, um, yeah, I've lived with all of them at some point when I've been, you know, growing up in London and haven't yeah. got enough money for rent. And I've, I've stayed with all of them or when we've all been together at home, it's exactly like you say, it's that everything's fine. Everything's great. And then there's an explosion yeah. of emotion in one big argument and then everything's fine again. And I think that is family life at its best. And it is, totally normal um but I think also I know having a close family myself whenever you receive any kind of negative commentary as well that's kind of where you can always go back to and I think music always plays a big part of that it's like a it's like a comfort blanket in a way you know and I feel like I don't know. I just feel like I, I want to be part of the, of the Nar Wilson family. I feel like, you know, you come in and be like, Hey, you can have a cup of tea, sit down, have a chat. Welcome anytime, Laura. <laughs> thanks. You, thanks. Are, you are right though. When, you know, when you talk about that Neil Diamond story and the, the parties or the, it doesn't always have to be parties. Like we'd be sat. Remember every, every time Auntie Joshua fights, he plays a song, he walks out to that song, doesn't he? And everyone's chanting. Well, like in our house, we're, we're, we're chanting. I don't believe it. You're making chant. It's like they're the things that matter, you know, like those memories and that that song in particular can just take me back there when when things are too rough because it's easy to get caught up in the the roller coaster of life and um, and business and when my certain my world success and you need to win competitions, you need to be the best, or you need to um, create all this content. It's like it's so sort of totally removed from my self-esteem and my happiness. Like it's about those moments with the family that I remember. That's like, that's r- real love. It doesn't matter what you've got or how much you've achieved. It's just like hanging on to those. Do you know what I mean? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. 
From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Baffled. A brand new podcast bringing you some amazing facts that are complete nonsense. Imagine the likes that that would get on Instagram, you having a quick one up a lamppost on the moon. Incredible. You basically (laughs) saying the reason the dinosaurs stopped living is because they all collectively made a decision to have no more children. I think until 10 years ago, I I still shared the bathwater that my parents were in. You can find us wherever you got this podcast. Just search for Baffled Amazing Facts. Right, well, let's move on to your gym sport hype song. Um, Yeah, Eminem, Talking to Myself, released in 2010. Um, Should we have a listen to it and then have a chat? Love it. I haven't heard that song in a really long time. And I think, again, here, the lyrics seem really, really important. Um, Is that, tell me a bit about this song for you. What's important about it? Initially, like, I didn't understand the lyrics um, in 2010. This is what's 10 years ago, isn't it? Um, but they are very much about a challenging time. He went through the depression and addiction and, uh, Eminem himself. And that whole, is anybody out there? It feels like I'm talking to myself. It's like, I'm, I'm so lost and lonely, um, which resonates in mental health so much. And, and to me, um, but there's the, basically that that's the thing, the second verse, the first verse, it kind of, it kind of tells the story a little bit and, and what, what this, the mental state that I was in. Then the third bit, like obviously the, the chorus is really powerful. I think it's a great track. But the third bit, it's about him picking himself off the ground and, you know, swimming and instead of sinking and like how he, how he got himself up and back and on it. And now he's, you know, he's come back with this album and he's like better than ever. But that, that specific you know, you'll have listened to the whole thing, that specific verse, every single time I'm listening to it, it gives me goosebumps and it sends shivers down my body, down my spine into my body, which it's like so powerful and motivational for me. And then I've picked it as my workout song because like, say if I was on the Watt bike, or I was running, or I was like training, that that feeling of the goosebumps from that verse, it just, it just makes you go harder. And that's another thing as well. Like I used to, um, 
when the I've got a decent set of headphones. You should do this thing is for endurance on the pommel horse, where basically we've got to we've got to rep out double leg circles. So like the double, you know, you've watched you've watched gymnasts on the pommel horse, haven't you? Where yes, you yeah. kind of swing your legs round, yeah. Right, in order to get strong enough and fit enough to do um, the a routine with what we do with all the skills added together, your shoulders and your core have got to be strong and and the muscle endurance has got to be there to prep that we do maximum double leg circles. So whether it be on the horse or the handle bits or just a little mushroom. And I was always so bad. That it's just one of my weaknesses in my sport. Absolutely terrible. Like, I, you know, the, some kids today can do like 300. Like when I was their age, I struggled to do 60, 70. And even today, like doing 60 double leg circles is a real challenge for me. When I, um, one day I decided to put my headphones on while I did it and play like a banging track similar to Eminem um, talking to myself. And that day when I'm used to like failing at 60, I did like 82 just with the track in my ears. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, like this, in, this is like real stuff here. Like, you, you really understood that music can have a, such a big impact on your mind. Cause obviously there's that when you're doing endurance stuff or you're running, there's that whole thing where you, your mind certainly gives up before your body. Um, but I just found that when I've picked songs and when I was doing things like that, that sent me sort of give me those goosebumpy feelings, which you'll know the songs that like motivate you and stuff that just give me that extra bit in the tank. So actually one of my training strategies, particularly on the pommels was, um, I'd pick my songs, I'd have my little playlist. And obviously I wasn't doing it, you know, to, to do a hundred double leg circles, maybe takes about 90 to a hundred, probably a circle a second. So I'm only picking one song, but um, I ended up never, never been able to do 75, 80 circles to doing this three or four times a week with the headphones in my record, I think was 158 after never wow. been able to do 75. And, and I imagine was, like that point where you needed that injection of enthusiasm and intensity was probably that third verse as well. So it's probably why it's become yeah, time, quite iconic for you because yeah, time the timing of it. That yeah. was when I get the goosebumps and that I'd, I'd just keep going and going and going and going. Yeah. And, and I think, I think that's the thing as well is that like you think about the lyrics of this song as well and, and someone like Eminem actually speaking out and, talking yeah. about mental health and you know whatever cynics in the media say about making mental health fashionable whatever you want to say it has to be talked about we have to remind people to keep talking about it and yeah. I think him telling his own story through his lyrics and his own struggles is it's so important and it can it can break down those kind of awkward barriers about talking basically about what's going on silently in our heads right and I think mm-hmm. that's also where you know hip-hop and and these different kind of genres that you know I would never be able to perform in that sense I love that they can use different musical influences to bring that together and to really tell a story and that's why rap is just so so clever um I think also you know I want I've wanted to ask you this as well when you chose this song because I feel like he's taken that song he's kind of in a position of influence and so do you feel like in your situation do you feel like you have a bit of responsibility to kind of put a good message out there or do you feel like just being yourself is is really the most important thing no I I do I do feel that I'm naturally um felt that anyway but I felt the sometimes the attention as it were, when I would be in a difficult place, it would be like a weight on my shoulders and a pressure, you know, that I've got all these, um, 
these people looking to me for, for inspiration or, or following me because they want to see what I'm doing. And that was crippling, you know, at the time of, um, feeling pain or feeling lost or lonely. And I guess the artists had, had experienced this as well. When you got millions and millions of fans, like loving your music to then think, right, I feel horrendous inside, but I've got to try and make an album. It's like very relatable, but, um, certainly having come through it, it's like now it, I feel like it's part of my purpose to put that responsibility to help people. And like you say, whatever the media says, it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I don't, I don't care. It's like, I, I know my story and I know what I've been through and people will feel the same way about themselves. If I can just create one bit of content or one film, I'm actually creating a documentary right now, which is launching the end of May. Oh, amazing. Um, um, which tells a story in, in, in quite de- in quite detail that w- not normal, ath- normally athletes would put sort of this stuff out there. Um, I just want it to help one person. I just want one person or one family to look at my story. And, and it's like when something helped me so much in the middle of it was, um, someone speaking your language. So essentially me telling my story, someone might be watching that thinking, well, I feel exactly like that. And I'm not been at a pinpoint how I feel or why I feel like this, but you saying that now, and particularly you who, who has to be portrayed as this alpha athlete, strong, powerful, a champion, you're talking about vulnerability and weakness and your emotions. Like it's so powerful to someone listening. And I just, I want to take on that responsibility of, of helping people come through the tough times. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, yeah, I think that's very true when, someone in a position of strength can show vulnerability you know it's I think it has it has so much more impact um for some people in that sense and um I think actually a lot of this has come into so this part of the podcast now I make a like a suggestion of a piece of music for you um that we have a little kind of snippet of for you to listen to and I found it I found it really, I always find it really hard because obviously I feel quite a lot of pressure to choose something good. Um, but also I felt like a lot of what we've talked about kind of came into this piece of music. And um, so I've chosen something that has a lot of different genres. It's uh, hip hop in terms of genre and it's kind of got this real mixture, cross-pollination of music and and so many different um, influences coming together. And the lyrics themselves are a critique of pop culture. So it's about like the current state of hip hop music. And um, the song was released in the UK uh, in 2006. So quite a while ago, but I feel like actually it's still very current in the way it sounds. Mm -hmm. It's, it's based on a song called Daydream, which was recorded way back in 1969 at Abbey Road Studios. And just for a little bit of classical influence, the song actually takes the melody from Tchaikovsky's Swan Lake Ballet. So I feel like a big part, obviously, of what you do is so artistic. I was like, how can I bring in, you know, the beauty and the, like the strength of what you do um, into this piece of music? I have no idea if I've succeeded, but I, I think we should. Don't, don't even play it. I'm sold. I want, <laughs> I want to get the right so I can use it in my content because it sounds exactly like me. <laughs> well, should we have a listen to it now? Yeah, this is Daydreamer. And about the lower leg, there's crooked police that's stationed at the knees, and they do drive bys like up and down the thighs. And there's a car chase going on at the waist, keep a vest on my chest. I'm sitting in my room as I'm looking out the face. Something to write about. I still got some damage from fighting the White House just a daydream. daydream. I 
There you go. What do you think? Savage. Absolutely love it. <laughs> Did you know that song before? I've not. Um, I've not actually. I've not. Heard. Did we say 2006. Yeah, I feel like it's one that you kind of go. Oh, I feel like I know this, but I don't know exactly what it is as a yeah. piece of music. Yeah, I recognise the track, like the the backing tune. I'm gonna listen listen to it in the the car when we finish this. The whole thing. Yeah, so it's um, it's daydream featuring Jill Scott um, by Lupe Fiasco. And if the actual original song as well is called Daydream by the Wallace Collection. So if you want to hear like where that kind of hook has come in, where she says daydream, like that's always the kind yeah. of hook that people take and they sample stuff like that, which I love. Um, so yeah, hopefully it's something that you'll enjoy listening to. Thank you, Laura. I'm, I, tell you what, I, I want to, um, YouTubers have kind of done this in the past, you know, the, the, the couple of years ago, the whole platform was kind of, um, I don't know if whether you, whether you dove into this, but everyone was kind of making diss tracks against uh, on each other. So the big YouTubers would kind of expose the big YouTubers by making a song about them. Oh, really? um, but then obviously, you know, the power of YouTube with music, you know, like now Drake and the big, all the artists put all the tracks on YouTube with a music video. Yeah. Um, but so I think what being a huge YouTuber, you've kind of already got the audience and the attention making a song or a track is quite a common thing to do for success because it's one of those, if it's, if it's a, you've already got the audience to listen to it and the fan base, but then also if it's a really good track that you make, um, the reason YouTube, uh, sorry, music performs so well on YouTube is because you listen to it every day. It's not one of those where you watch my video once and it's like, right, that's done. Yeah, of course, of course. So the whole, um, the last three years, actually, I've been considering trying to make a music piece which I might need your help on <laughs> yeah I'd love I'd love to help out definitely and I think that's also with YouTube in terms of music as well we always have really strong images attached to music and YouTube's where you can experiment with that you can bring in different images and you can you know use the power of of the visual as well as the sound to sort of come together and create something super cool I think 100% I feel like this whole um this chat and a lot of a lot of the music that I've that I've chosen, I would love um, from a cultural perspective, create a, a powerful piece of music along the lines of, of, of work ethic and mental health and, and real life stuff. Do, do you know what I mean? I, you know, a lot of the, I feel like a lot of the hip hop culture at the minute, which is naturally being like that. And it definitely sells is, is just like relationships, um, love, money but now it's more like the cars and the business and the rolexes and the the how much money i'm making and then sort of women and men and like i would i would love to come away from i wish i love them i love the music um but i'd love to create similar type of music but all the stuff that i'm spitting and talking about is is about blood sweat and tears and us grafting as athletes and going through things like depression and coming out the other end and do you know what I mean? And try to like sort of make a dent in the cultural side of things. Yeah, I do. And I think a lot of people, you know, who will be hopefully listening to this will, will be really grateful for you talking about it and being very open about it and, and bringing a bit of realness, you know, to the podcast. And I think I'm very grateful for that as well. And actually, especially at the moment, um, in our current yeah. situation, I think people hopefully will take some solace from listening to, to everything you said. So, I mean, thank you so, so much for your time and for, for being so open and, and yeah, I hope you've enjoyed chatting about those Lovely. songs that you love so much. My pleasure. Yeah, thanks, Laura. Absolutely. Thank you. Awesome. Um, 
like say I'm going to make that track and I'm going to impress you yeah do if you seriously if you need any help do let me know I'll be I'll I'll think like a sort of an Olympic anthem remember like you know when the World Cup comes round like there's like a football anthem yes I do yeah we make like an Olympic sort of vibe anthem so like I'd be going to the Olympic Games with a number one sort of single out at that that very time (laughs) and are you are you rapping on this it's your lyrics you're featuring well I'd be featuring I mean Stormzy if you're listening right now um, get in touch (laughs) um but I need to be a feature, absolutely. I can't sing very well, but I'm sure that the, the, like these special studios nowadays can... can oh, don't smile. worry. Everyone can sing. Everyone can sing. Let's don't go. Worry. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Niall. <laughs> Thanks to you two for listening. And don't forget to hit subscribe or follow to make sure you don't miss an episode. We have some amazing guests lined up, so you'll definitely want to come back next week. If you've enjoyed the podcast, why not tell a friend and drop us a review? Have a great week and we'll see you next time. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.